0: There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too. And you've
1: found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Talkin' Titans. I'm Tennessean sports columnist Gentry Estes, alongside Titans beat writer Ben Arthur. What's up, everyone? We're going to be talking about, obviously, the news of the week. Derrick Henry out for... Potentially the season, but certainly out for a while, having undergone surgery to repair a broken foot. Changes a lot for the Titans. We're obviously going to talk about that. Are they? Is this team still a legitimate contender in the AFC? What are the Titans going to do without him? We're going to get into all that today.
0: Otherwise, Ben, how's the uh, last few days been? I imagine uh, pretty busy. Oh, my God. Yeah, tell me about it. It has been, you know, nonstop work for me, the... The past uh, few days, um, the the it was Monday morning where the bombshell with Derrick came out. It, it was just crazy, right? Because it everything seemed to be turning in the right direction for this Titans team. They they beat the Colts on Sunday, so sweep their their top rival, three game lead AFC South, or currently number one in the AFC, and then you get news that uh, that kind of the injury bug that hasn't that that the Titans haven't been able to to get rid of kind of gets to its uh top player um in, in Derrick Henry and and now it's 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 going to be what 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 is this team without him and 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 we're going to find out um I'm I'm not quite sure what this group is but you know you look at I think the one thing you can sort of hang your hat on if you're a Titans fan is kind of the the easy schedule uh, that you have kind of moving forward, you know, of the nine games left four of them are against one, one win teams. You have the three divisional games that are left, the two against the Texans, uh, one against the Jaguars and then the Dolphins at the end of the year. Um, You know, a couple other winnable games in there. The Rams this weekend is going to be a tough one, obviously, but um, you you look at kind of the the schedule and and you know it, it looks it's looks manageable and then if Derek can come back at the end of the year, um that that again is kind of an if that they could still be in perfectly fine uh, shape heading into January. So I don't think there should be too pan too much panic just in terms of what what the Titans have for, from a schedule standpoint. I think we're just going to see how this team handles the psychology of losing Derrick Henry, kind of that uh, impact from, from, a, from a mental standpoint. We know how resilient uh, the Titans have proved to be, whether it be injuries or slow starts or what have you. Now you lose your best player. How are they going to respond? So that's going to be what I'm, I'm looking for.
1: I think it was huge been that they won the game on Sunday. They, this looks totally different if the Titans don't find a way to pull out an overtime win over the Colts, change the whole division. You know, you're sitting there with essentially a four-game lead with a tiebreaker, and if you look at, you mentioned the schedule for the Titans, gets a little easier, and the Colts' schedule's pretty rough if you look at what they have remaining. So I think even without Derrick Henry, it's a bit of a stretch to think that the Titans are going to lose that lead in the division. I I don't see that happening. So now what you're talking about is a team that can just keep the wheels on, don't fall apart here for the next couple of months, beat the teams you're supposed to beat, beat Jacksonville, beat Houston twice, make sure you don't stub your toe repeatedly and let the season season get away from you. I don't think this team's going to do that. I think this team has a long track record of being – consistent and, as you said, handling adversity and, and being resilient. So they are not. Are they, they going to be as good without Derek? Obviously not. But I think this is still the kind of team that won't let things get away from them. And as you said, there's a chance you get Derek back at the end of the year. Now, I, I've heard different things on that when it comes to how long he's going to be out and what this kind of injury is. But I'll say this: and anybody who has, has dealt with Derek at all seems would probably agree with this. I wouldn't bet against him. Uh, there are there are certain players that you just think are gonna whatever the low end of the the timetable is when it comes to a recovery. You you there are certain players you're like okay that's probably what it's going to be for that guy. That's what I'd say for Derek.
0: Yeah, i I'd, I'd 100% agree with that. I was speaking with. Someone close to Derek earlier this week, and 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 he was telling me, "quote The comeback is going to be unreal," and uh, I, I think that's what, what, totally true. We we know that the Titans have have said repeatedly how he's built different. We've seen how he's built different. So I, I don't think there's any question that he's going to try and make it back. I think he'll make it back, but I I think. What I'm curious to see, Gentry, is what exactly this offense is is going to look like without him for the foreseeable future. Uh, Todd Downing, you know, Mike Frabel, the, the running back, running backs coach, Tony Dews, they've all given the Im- impression that nothing is going to change from like an identity standpoint. Uh, run first approach is probably going to be a back by by committee. Uh, you know, they brought in Adrian Peterson, we have who ha- we haven't brought up yet. They they brought back Dante Foreman. They still have Jeremy McNichols, who's been a-, a weapon for them on third down. Dontrell Hilliard is another guy they have on on the practice squad. Even though like Todd down, this is we're recording this on Thursday, and, and Todd Downing uh spoke with us about how the identity is, is not gonna change. I I, I think he's I think those were kind of some semantics, a, a little bit. I, I think you you kind of have to, as a as a coach, you have to adapt to mm-hmm. your personnel and put them in in positions to to be successful. So I, I would expect them to really look at AJ. Right, uh, he's he's obviously going to get more attention now. But just the way he's been playing the last several weeks after dealing. With the hamstring thing and, and the food poisoning situation earlier in the year, he's really, really come in, into his own uh, the last few weeks. So I expect him to, to obviously a lot of looks, but I, I think Julio Jones is a, a really key factor here in Gentry. I know you'd written uh, about this earlier um, in the week, just how important it is to, to get him back. Um. At, at this point, he, he's kind of had this lingering hamstring issue. Um. You know, positive news. He has practiced for consecutive days on on the Wednesday and Thursday, the two most important days of the week. If you can get Julio out there with AJ, I mean, this is still a, a very very good offense. Um, so, yeah, I, I I think that this offense is just gonna gonna be just fine. I, I'm just kind of curious to see what what AP still has left in the tank and, and kind of how that running back room will unfold. But if, if AJ, if you have AJ and Julio out there, even if Julio is just playing 60% of the snaps, I, I think that's better than not having him at all.
1: Yeah. I, I think the, um, uh, there seems to be this notion out there that the Titans don't ever throw the ball. You know, it's like, Oh, our offense isn't going to change. We're going to, well, look, it's going to change. Cause you don't know, have Derek Henry. Uh, it only makes sense that you wanted to give Derek the ball as much as they did because he proved repeatedly that he got better as the game wore on. They could they, they could lean on a defense and and have him kind of take over a game in the fourth quarter. We've seen it numerous times. You don't have Derek Henry, so obviously you're not going to do that. I don't think they're going to abandon the run game. But look, this is an offense that was seventh in the NFL last year in yards per pass attempt. They can throw it. They could throw it last year. That's not really, uh, you know, I, I. we've said this now for a couple of years that Derrick Henry is so good that he has understandably overshadowed a lot of the other players on the Titans team, most notably Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill was not a Pro Bowl quarterback last year in large part because everybody looked at the Tennessee Titans and they said, that's Derrick Henry's team. You know, that, that that's that's all they see. And un- look, and understandably so. I mean, the, the Bills game was a great example of that. You know, a Monday night primetime game. It was I Now mean, He won him the game. But you know what? A big divisional game in Indy on Sunday day, A.J. Brown won him that game. It can happen. Uh, Tannehill hasn't been great this year, but he hasn't been terrible. Uh, I think there, the, once they started to protect him, he started playing a lot better, shockingly. It's amazing how it works that way. And, and I think that Tannehill, you know, this is a chance for him to kind of show, look, this isn't going to change the Titans as much as it's going to expose the Titans. We're going to see what what they really have because you don't have Derek, you know, saving every everybody or masking all the weaknesses at this point. We're going to find out what Tannehill looks like without Derrick Henry. Uh, we're going to see if was this run game that was so outstanding, was it really the O-line? Could they do it for three other running backs who are probably going to share carries at this point? So... Um, I don't think all is lost. I just don't think we know what it's going to look like yet. But I think, you know, uh, there, as you said, there's still plenty to work with there. Um, I actually believe, look, Derrick Henry was carrying this team. They admitted it. They've said it in the locker room after games. Derrick, he's carrying this team. That's not what you – you don't want to lose the guy that's carrying the team, clearly. But I still believe if you look at value over replacement, who would have hurt them more, I think an injury to Tannehill would have been worse. I do because i i I don't they they do not have a lot of experience behind Tannehill and and it could have you know i i think that's any nfl team if you lose your quarterback in most cases i think it's just a a matter of the position
0: yeah because i think it's
1: value over replacement i think adrian peterson is not going to be derrick henry but i think he'll be closer to derrick henry than logan woodside would have been to ryan Tannehill put it that way
0: that's yeah that's that's actually a great point and I think, you know, with with the defense is going to have to step up, too, right? I mean, what we're going to see is the the defense being on the field more, uh, most likely, uh, with the Titans being unable to eat as much clock. And I think this is going to be a a test for for the defense, too. I, I think we've seen them really make strides. Um, the last few weeks, especially, especially with with the front, just the way they've been able to rush the passer. And David Long at inside linebacker has been playing out of his mind, uh, by the way. And so, you know, I'm interested in seeing how how this defense is going to handle being on on the field uh, longer to uh, C- Christian Fulton, who's who's actually kind of in the window to to be able to return. He hasn't been designated to return to practice yet. So I think that's sort sort of a bummer. But but yeah, I, I think he, he, the front has is, is looked good. I, I think actually now that I'm speaking on the front, the Der, uh, Jeffrey Simmons hasn't practiced in uh, consecutive days. So that's kind of an underrated... Uh, well, it's not underrated at all for, for the defense, but I think the Derrick Henry news is kind of overshadowed um that a, a little bit not having your anchor on, on the D line is 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 a big deal if if he if he doesn't play against the Rams but overall just this defense is going to have to step up too it's not just the offense i think just the Derrick Henry effect is felt everywhere and 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 just in terms of time time and position too uh we're going to need to see the the defense play play better too especially in the back end
1: yeah, I mean, I think so. I think that would have been the case either way. And, and uh, you know, the defense, I mean, you talk about a team being exposed, I think the defense will be too. I mean, I, I think the defense, you know, the, this this will change, as you said, the, the possession time and the things that the Titans have been able to do, building up long drives and possession and, and keeping that defense off the field. I, I don't think they're going to be as good at that now. Clearly, uh, they've got the guy who was driving that off the field isn't going to be on the field. So uh, defensively, can can they carry the uh, carry the team a little bit? Can they step up and be more productive? I mean, I think we've seen the Titans are six and two. You know, they're number one in the AFC. They've given themselves a nice cushion here. But if you've watched a lot of the games, the margin of error is not huge for this team. I mean, they 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 defeated Kansas City pretty handily. But they needed overtime in Indy. They needed overtime in Seattle. Uh, They they needed goal line stands in Buffalo and against Jacksonville, against Buffalo and and in Jacksonville. So, you know, you take away Derrick Henry, and uh, yeah, you that you wonder what the balance looks like there, because they were they were just barely getting a lot of these wins even with him. So, um, but at the same time, I, I mean, I don't know. I kind of have been critical of the defense and kind of made the point of the offense was still carrying the team. And then the defense went out and held Patrick Mahomes to three points. And I got emails from all kinds of people making, uh, you know, who, who <laughs> kind of uh, noting the timing of what I wrote. So we'll, we'll see with this team, but I'll say this, looking to the game this week, I, I think, um, I wouldn't have picked
0: the Titans to beat the Rams anyway, even with yeah, Derek. I, huh? I was, I was going to say the same thing, man. Even if Derek w- was still, you know, a, uh, available. I mean, this team, this Rams team is so elite. They added Vaughn Miller to what's already a, a an elite defensive front. I, I think this is going to be a really, really rough game for the Titans. Uh, so yeah, I, I personally don't think it's going to be very pretty. I think the big thing for the Titans is to kind of keep it big picture uh, with this upcoming game, right? I, I think I think this first game without Derrick Henry is just going to be a test to kind of how going back to what I was saying about a psychology standpoint of just kind of the 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 mental part of, you know, of of the team having lost Derrick Henry. I think uh, being able to weather that first game without him and understanding that this is a Rams team that's positioned to win a Super Bowl and not getting maybe too caught up in whatever happens. In LA, Sunday night, I think that's uh, that's going to be uh, really important for this team. Yeah, I agree.
1: I think that's a that's that's a that's a fair concern. If things don't go well in this game, to say, you know, for everybody in the locker room to not get down on themselves mm-hmm. and say. Ah well, we lost our uh, we, we we lost our magic with the one guy, you know we lost the we, the, the, the golden goose <laughs> isn't here and we're not going to be able to win without him. so I, I I think you know and there's a lot of people that game's gonna be on Sunday night and if uh, if the Rams really do a number on the Titans, I think that's going to be the narrative that you hear uh, nationally, whether or not that that's fair, yeah. you know we'll see. but well, look, the, the Rams are the kind of team that are built to give the Titans a lot of trouble anyway, uh, most notably with the pass rush. And, mm-hmm. and I think you add Von Miller to that team, and you're talking about a Titans team that the protection's been better the last few weeks, but they were giving up way too many sacks early in the year. I, you, you, Now you're, you're getting a scenario where you're going to have to throw the ball more. You just are. And you, whether you're whether that's because you don't have Derrick Henry or you're behind, you're just going to throw it more. So now the protection has got to be has got to be has got to be right. And I don't know that it's going to be against a team this good.
0: Look, and, and on, on top of that, too, I mean, now the Rams have all the Titans offensive secrets because Mekki Sargent is now on the practice squad of of the Rams. As I love that. I love that teams do that. That is that
1: is <laughs> that is just fantastic.
0: Yeah, I, I just because of that, I kind of want to see that the Titans uh, sign Deshaun Jackson uh, now that he's cleared waivers. Well, you remember
1: uh, McDougald, who started the one game
0: in Seattle, and then they dropped him as soon as the game was exactly. over. Exactly, yep. It happens. Yep.
1: <laughs> Facts. Uh, Mackay Sargent's going to go in there and be like, hey, they're going to be a lot worse without number 22. That guy was good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to worry about number 11. See if number two is on the field. Yeah, honestly, without yeah without Derek, I don't know how much of a help he is going to be to them. I mean, obviously they're going to throw the ball, so I don't I don't know how Sergeant will That's help. That's
1: just it. It's like whatever he knew about their strategy, it changed this week. That's just it. Exactly. I'm not really sure what we're going to see, at least from the standpoint of who's going to be on the field uh, in the backfield. But um, you know, I'll I'll say people saying the season's over and the Titans don't. I I, I don't think that. I, I think they could struggle a little bit and there could be a few more losses than they would have had otherwise, but you know, as we've talked about, uh, just get get Derek back, get to the playoffs and you're right back where you need to, where you need to be. It is a shame though I think this team is, is starting to put them in a, themselves in a place as of winning these last few games. They were they were really putting themselves in a place to, to challenge for the 1C to buy all that. Uh, that's probably out the window now, but hey, we'll see. I guess uh, that'll do it for this edition of Talkin' Titans. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, wherever it is you get your podcast. Drop us a review and a rating while you're at it. For Ben Arthur, I'm Gentry Estes. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you
0: guys next week. Talkin' Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talkin' Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talkin' Titans is a production of The Tennessean,